0: A hacker used ransomware to lock victims into their chastity belt. There's a surge of three-year-olds in Japan's city with cavities. They're blaming it on stay-at-home lifestyles. And a call to shut down the Real Bodies exhibition over fears that it uses prisoners. These are the weird stories for, what day is it? Wednesday, that's right, Wednesday. Come on, Jonesy, get with it. What day is it? It's Wednesday. It's Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian that has no clue what day it is because he's in a closet. Hey, Mainstream News. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Your penis is mine now. (laughs) A hacker locks an internet-connected chastity cage and then demands ransom from the victims. That's right, as crazy as this sounds, a hacker took control of people's internet-connected chastity cages and demanded that a ransom be paid in Bitcoin in order to unlock the chastity cage. What is a chastity cage, Jonesy? I'm in the dark about this one. I had to look it up myself, I admit. I'm not hip, guys, okay? I guess my bedroom antics are just too conservative, too conservative. I never locked my junk up in a cage that another person could unlock via internet. I just never, what can I say? I'm just, oh boy, I'm so wholesome. I'm just way too vanilla in the bedroom. I've never had my junk locked up. Never had my cock locked up in a chastity cage and allowed somebody else to control it via an app. Okay, I guess I'm just boring, guys. I'm boring. <laughs> can you believe this? So it, I saw this device, by the way. It's made by this company in China. It locks your penis in. There's metal and steel. It's a cage, man. It locks. It's got plastic, too. It locks your penis into this shaft situation. And then you can't unlock it unless another person, you know, types in a code or you type in the code. But you can give other people the control. That's the whole Allure of this is, uh, you know, it's about control in the bedroom. And you give someone else control of your junk. Well, apparently, a hacker took control of people's chastity cage. Here's a quote from one of the hackers. Hackers, The hackers sent this victim a message. Your cock is mine now. I imagine they did it in a Darth Vader voice. Look. Your pecker is mine now. You no longer have the force to control your junk. Luke, I have the force. I have the power. Now, the article says, In October of last year, security researchers found that the manufacturer of this chastity cage left an API exposed, giving malicious hackers a chance to take control of their devices. That's exactly what happened, according to a security researcher who obtained screenshots of conversations between the hacker and several victims. There's Several victims. There's probably a lot more. They're just too embarrassed to come forward. I'd imagine that would be common. One victim who asked to be identified only as Robert said that he received a message from a hacker demanding a payment of .02 Bitcoin, which is somewhere around $750, in order to unlock the device. He realized his cage was definitely, quote, locked, and he could not gain access to it. Uh, Robert said, fortunately, I didn't have this locked on myself when this happened. It wasn't actually on me. You are so lucky, bro. There's a definition of uh, chastity cage, by the way, in case I didn't get it right earlier. It says, a sex toy that users put around their penis to prevent erections that is used in the BDSM community and can be unlocked remotely. Prevent erections. I, I left that part out. I didn't realize that. I'll tell you, I don't know how you can get erection and erection inside that device. I mean, it just would feel like you're inside a transformer. It's all metal and plastic, baby. Now, the hacking of this chastity cage shows once again that just because you can connect something to the internet doesn't mean that you have to, doesn't mean that you should, especially if you then don't take care of securing the device or its connection. Yeah, I would advise against hooking anything up to the internet that involves your genitalia. You don't want your genitalia attached to something that is controlled, first of all, not by you, right? First off, by somebody else. If it's going to be by somebody else, make it somebody that's in the same room as you, maybe, in the same building, at least. Don't go internet with that, because then just an outsider, a total stranger, somebody you never anticipated will have control of your genitals, of your parts, of your sexual experience, of your whole life, maybe. What if you can't pay 022 Bitcoin to somebody? What are you going to do? You're going to walk around with this thing attached to your junk? You can't go to work at that point. You better hope you got a work-from-home job on Zoom waist up. Three-year-olds in Japan have way more cavities than ever before. They're blaming it on the stay-at-home lifestyle. Obu, Japan. The number of three-year-old children with cavities in this central Japan city has nearly doubled in just over a year. It prompted authorities to distribute leaflets, urging parents to have their toddlers receive health checkups as a preventative measure. You should be having health checkups anyways for a three-year-old. What is with this leaflet business? Who's still distributing leaflets in 2020? leaflets? Really? Do you mean like going around and stapling them to telephone poles? Very curious. Handing out flyers in 2020? Sounds like a very pollutive measure. Nobody. If, if you're trying to give me a flyer, you're a crazy person. I don't take a flyer. If you're trying to give me, hand me paper, you're crazy. I'm not going to vote for the person on that paper that you stapled to a telephone pole. You're a crazy person. I don't trust you. Your method, therefore I don't trust you. It's called examine the messenger. Okay? You handed me flyers for your band. No thank you. Let's get into the nitty gritty of this dental situation. Apparently after examining over three hundred three year olds who underwent health checkups in twenty twenty, the municipal government found that almost eight percent of them had cavities. This was a jump of from four percent in twenty nineteen. That's double. The city believes that their stay-at-home lifestyles amid the coronavirus pandemic were behind the surge. Why, what's going on? Are the kids eating too much candy while at home? They're certainly they should be brushing more at home all the time because they're under the parents' supervision now, more so than ever before. So instead of just telling your kid when they when they you know, before they go to bed, brush your teeth. Now you can say in the middle of the day, hey, why don't you go brush your teeth? Because you just ate some sweets. Apparently that's that's not happening, I don't think. Let's read more. about the dental care in Japan. Hey, this is weird AF news. This is what you get. The dental records of children in Japan. (laughs) Stupid. It says of the children surveyed, there was about a 5% increase in how much they ate sweets. Meanwhile, there was a 3% decrease in the number of periodic dental checkups. That sounds like a parent problem to me. The city's health promotion department analyzed that residents were reluctant to visit dentists amid the pandemic and that they had more opportunities to eat sweets as they spend longer periods at home than before. The department has made leaflets warning of the risks of consuming too many sweets and drinks while promoting brushing teeth and regular dental checkups. Well, I mean, there's so many things going on here. Like the leaflets is so funny to me. But also just you don't need to let people know that if you eat too much candy, your teeth will rot that you should go to the, the dentist. All of these things are just like treating, I don't know, you treat your culture like infants. You, know? you think it's up to the three-year-old whether or not they go to the dentist? No, it's up to the parents, and the parents already know this information. So it's just a waste of time and resources for you to run around and tape, <laughs> tape pictures of terrible dentistry to telephone posts. Do you want gingivitis? Look at this photo. On the left is gingivitis. On the right is healthy time. Which one do you want to (laughs) be? Call our number now. I mean, it's just silly behavior. Everybody knows that if you eat crap, your teeth rot. Everybody knows you should go to the dentist. Clearly, during the pandemic, it's more difficult to go to the dentist. I had forgotten about that because I've been able to make my dentist appointments. But I guess some people aren't doing it. They're not going. My dentist required that I prove I had a COVID test. And I felt like saying, "What about you? Why don't you prove to me you've had a COVID test? Why you got? Why am I the only one proving in this situation? You and your crew are the ones putting fingers in my mouth. So you guys prove to me that you also have a COVID test, okay? I don't want no COVID fingers in my under my tongue, touching my dental area." The article ends by saying it's also important to re-examine your diet, and I agree with that. And I got to tell you, my diet has not been great during the pandemic. I don't know about yours, but yeah, I've definitely eaten more sweets for sure. I have. Uh, Because, like, I don't know. Who's going to see my body? Screw it. A call to shut the Real Bodies exhibition over fears that it's using executed prisoners. A group of lawyers, academics, and human rights campaigners have called on the federal government to shut down a controversial Sydney exhibition. Amid claims that the show could be displaying the bodies of executed Chinese political prisoners, protesters in Sydney, Australia, have been urging a boycott of real bodies, the exhibition, which showcases bodies and anatomical specimens that have been preserved through plasticization. I think I said that correctly. Plasticization? Plasticization. Could be plasticization. Anybody a scientist in here, in my bedroom? Any scientists? Anybody in there? Nope. Just the rats. The exhibition, <laughs> The Real Bodies, is billed as featuring the largest collection of dead bodies and human specimens to ever be viewed in Australia. And organizers say it has been approved by the New South Wales Department of Health. Uh, yeah, we've had this bodies exhibit in, well, it was in Manhattan, I know for sure. I want to say I saw it in Boston as well. I never went, uh, but I just remember it being around. I thought everybody knew that these were Chinese people prisoners dead Chinese prisoners that's that's what I thought I thought it was common knowledge that's years ago now it's a story it seems strange to me finally somebody's like you know what this is pretty gruesome that these are prisoners this doesn't seem right I shouldn't be giving my money to an organization that's proliferating or profiting rather off of dead prisoners political prisoners now of course they asked the chief executive of this exhibition who told the media that the bodies came from China I guess that's all they said. <laughs> Any other information? <laughs> People are questioning whether the bodies could have possibly been ethically obtained. Some are suggesting that the bodies are unclaimed corpses. They say that Chinese hospitals keep bodies for 30 days until declaring them unclaimed. The plasticization process, however, must, must commence within 24 hours of death. Okay, so they're probably not coming from Chinese hospitals. I don't know where these bodies are coming from. Let's see further down in the article if they tell us where the bodies are coming from. That way, in case any of you guys are going to go to the one in Sydney, aye? look at the bodies, you know, you'll know, you have a clear conscience that you're not giving your money to somebody who acquired the bodies in a strange way, You know, like through Craigslist. Somebody named Vaughn Macefield, a professor of physiology at the Western Sydney University, said it was appalling that such specimens from China were being displayed to members of the public who were unaware of their origin. Strong evidence supports the bodies and organs being exhibited having, having come from executed prisoners in China. These are mostly young males on display. Quite different to the older donated bodies used to teach anatomy in Australian medical schools. Yeah. I thought we all knew that these were ex- executed prisoners from China. That's what I thought was going on. Apparently some people didn't know this. In an open letter calling on politicians to shut down the exhibition, uh, they're saying that there is credible evidence that these are the bodies of executed prisoners and prisoners of conscience from China. Using human organs and tissues without consent for financial profit profit is the antithesis of ethical and legal practice. Such conduct of organ trafficking and organ tourism is a serious breach of international human rights law, and Australia should have no part in it. Yes, I agree. Uh, but, But again, this has been going on for many years from my understanding. Ah, uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Here's a quote at the end of this, and I don't know if it's anything important, but I just want to work on my Australian accent. We are astonished that visas and permits for bringing this exhibition into Australia were issued by the Australian government. Given the lack of documentation demonstrating ethical and legal sourcing of each body, 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 <laughs> no motivation for profit or political sensitivities, ...could ever justify such a crass and undignified violation of human rights. Yeah, I mean, in case it's, it's news to all of you... ...China has been uh, <laughs> treating you know the human rights sector... ...with a very crass and undignified approach for a long time. The organizers of the exhibition told the media... ...that these exhibitions have been viewed by 50 million people around the world without a problem... They're inspected by health departments in countless countries. There is no foul play here. And they could be right. Now we're looking at a situation of he said, she said. The bottom line is if you want to go look at gruesome things like the the remains of dead humans, the inside of their organs and all the above. It's like they're cut up, right? All the skin has been removed. It's pretty nasty. I I didn't go see it just because it's just nasty. I don't want to do that with my time. I'd imagine if you want to do that with your spare time, then you're probably the type of person that just doesn't give a damn where they came from. It's my it's my thing. In other words, the people that you're trying to let know that unethical behavior is going on here are the people that would have, would never support this business in the first place. They would no, never go and see these bodies in the very first place. So what are we doing here, guys? Well, anyways, call the show. Tell me if you how you feel about this. Would you go see these bodies? Have you seen them? 646-450-2012. Do we have anything else to talk about? Call. Hey, my fellow weirdos, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. Listen to more episodes of Weird AF News. There's a whole bunch of them. Over 800. Yes. At some point, I'm going to hit 1,000 episodes. We're going to have a party, guys. We'll have a Zoom party. How about that? I'll invite you all. We'll have a We'll have a 3,000-person Zoom party. Can you guys handle that? (laughs) We'll break the internet. (laughs) I want to give some love to someone who listens on YouTube. Uh, Nuclear Salvage. Nuclear Salvage wrote, love this show. I listen every day. Keep it up, Jonesy. Ah, Thank you, Nuclear Salvage. Appreciate you listening every day. Uh, Yeah, you can listen to the show on YouTube too. Did you know that? Yeah. Jonesy's got his bases covered. How do I have time to upload my show to YouTube? I don't know how I do it, but I try to do it. Um, I'm a little behind though so forgive me Nuclear Salvage I'm a few episodes behind but I'm gonna get them all up this week I promise I promise uh, meanwhile you can listen on, on your podcast player I'm on time every day not every day five days a week though you can you can catch it so uh, yes yes I try to keep the podcast everywhere if there's a place that it isn't that it needs to be please reach out to me and let me know uh, funnyjones at gmail.com and I'll try and um, I'll try and make it available um And, I mean, maybe someday it'll be available on Mars. I'll be dead by then. But Weird AF News will live on. (laughs) I hope. Anyways, uh, what did I want to say? Oh, yeah, thanks for the emails and articles. Appreciate that. You can send them to me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also submit them through the website, weirdafnews.com. Check out the Patreon. Be a member. Join the club. It's more like a club, a really cool club of, like, 90 people. Uh, that get to get more jonesy if you want more jonesy join the patreon also join the patreon if you just want to feel good about yourself because it's a nice thing to do, to do you know to support a uh, a five day a week news show why not why the heck not you deserve it uh what else oh and if you don't have the money it's no sweat just tell a friend about weird af news spread the word that helps as well that's tremendously helpful actually so uh, yeah any any way you can help and show your support for weird AF news would be appreciated or just listen. That's fine too. Listen, look, we're all busy. I get it. I absolutely get it. You're asking, Jonesy, you're asking me to do something extra. I listen. Just be thankful. I do that. I am. I'm grateful that you do that. I set it up top actually. So yeah, that's enough too. So, uh, I realize there's so many sources of entertainment out there and news out there. So, uh, I'm just grateful that you chose mine as one of as one of the ones that you go to for, uh, well, for news and hopefully a laugh. I can't always promise that the second one's going to happen, but I do my best here. Uh, lastly, I just want to say I love you. That's right. Yay! Your penis is mine now. <laughs> a hacker locks internet-connected chastity cages and demands ransom for people that like BDSM, who are locking their junk Inside chastity cages. Did you guys even know what chastity cages were? I had to look it up. It's a very strange thing to be doing to your junk. Uh, All for the love of the game. Apparently a hacker took control of people's internet-connected chastity cages and demanded a ransom to be paid in Bitcoin in order to unlock it. A chastity cage. This is a sex toy that users put around their penis to prevent erections that is used in the BDSM community and can be remotely unlocked or locked. I I looked at a photo of this device and it looks like a very uncomfortable thing to put your penis in, I'm gonna be honest with you. And if my penis was in one, I would not want a hacker to lock it up forever and ever. I'd be very concerned with this. I admittedly, I didn't know what this was. I didn't know what this is all about. I, I, apparently, my sex life is just very vanilla, okay? I don't lock up my penis in a cage. Jeez. I, I guess... I'm, I mean, I'm boring, I guess. I'm boring in the bedroom, guys. I don't lock up my junk and let another person control it via the internet or Bluetooth or some app or <laughs> through, I don't know, something. I guess I'm boring. I'm boring in the bedroom. What can I say? I don't let strangers... Hack my junk, uh, the hacker told the victims, some of the victims, anyways, your cock is mine now. I like to think that the hacker did it with like a a Darth Vader voice look, look, your penis is mine now, look. <laughs> May the force not be with you. It is with me, because I control your penis. I am your penis's father. (laughs) That's so stupid. (laughs) Uh, Now, apparently, last year, security researchers found that the manufacturer of this chastity cage, which is called the Internet of Things, that's the name of the manufacturer, they left an API exposed... API, not to be uh, confused with an IPA, which is a beverage that I like. Uh, Anyways, they left this. It's a privacy situation. It's a security issue. They left it exposed, whatever it is. I don't understand the nerd speak. So apparently it gives malicious hackers a chance to take control of these devices, which is just ridiculous, man. You need to be secure with these things because when someone gets a hold of your junk, it's a very sensitive thing. Apparently, this is exactly what happened. According to security researchers who obtained screenshots of conversations between the hackers and the several victims. Several victims. That's, a, that's more than I would hope got hacked. And this is just the people who admitted it because I'd imagine a lot of people are embarrassed by this situation. They, they told nobody. Nobody. They're just sitting at home with their junk locked up. They can't even take a piss without the hacker letting them go. You got to give somebody a Bitcoin to let them go? This is out. This is just crazy. It says here, one of the victims who asked not to be identified said he received a message from a hacker demanding a payment of 0.02 bitcoins to unlock the device. That's about 700 bucks. He realized that his cage was definitely, quote, locked and he could not gain access to it. Fortunately, he didn't have his cage locked on his junk while it happened, he said. Lucky for him. Uh, These hacks show, once again... Just because you can connect something to the internet doesn't mean you should, especially if you then don't take care of securing the device or the connection. You know, it's incidents like these that make you wonder what are we doing? Why does everything have to be attached to the internet? You're just opening yourself up for a whole world of hacking. People take control of your refrigerator, your sewing machine, who knows what else? Your lawnmower. Next thing you know, you're driving through your neighbor's fence. This can happen, I'd imagine. Everything's connected to the internet now, it's unbelievable. I read stories about people controlling your refrigerator, shutting it off, turning it on, turning the temperature way, way up or way, way down, taking hold of your stove and turning it on. You know, just because something can go to the internet doesn't mean that it has to, you know, especially if it's a sexually related device. Okay, if I'm going to let somebody take control of the cage that's surrounding my junk, they're going to be in the same room as me, that person. It's going to be old school control, verbal communication maybe maybe they'll write a a little note to me or back and forth that kind of thing no way is it going on the internet your penis is at stake